Hello, and welcome to the Technical Foul Podcast. My name is Varun Shankar, and this week I got to sit down with Isabella Middleton, maybe the best basketball player in all of Loudoun County. It was a great conversation. Her sister was also a spectacular player. We talked about a lot of things, including how she and her Tuscarora team are going to take on the powerhouse that is the Freedom Eagles girls basketball team. Once again, it's a great conversation. Go check it out. Joining me now at the Brambleton Library is Isabella Middleton of Tuscarora High School. Isabella, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. All right, first question. It's currently 3.51 on Saturday, February 2nd, so we're about a week away from the district tournament starting, right? Yes. You guys are currently, you, Tuscarora, are currently second in the Potomac District at 16-3, and 10-2 inside the conference. Mm-hmm. How would you rate your season so far? Um, well, if it was on a scale from 1 to 10, I think we're about, we're a 7 or 8 just because we've been a little inconsistent, but I think we're definitely improving, so we're getting up there. You talked about the inconsistencies. Where do you find those? Um, I think our rebounding and then defense, and when our defense isn't all that great, our offense isn't good, so Mm -hmm. we're a defensive team. Mm -hmm, I get it. So, obviously... If you're talking about the Potomac District and especially girls basketball, you got to talk about the Freedom Eagles. Right now, I don't think they've lost yet. No. They haven't lost. You guys have played them two times. Yes. First game was a 55-57 loss against free- at Freedom, but in that game, Jalen Bats didn't play. Yeah. And then in the second matchup, they blew you guys out, and they held you to 12 points. So what makes them so hard to play against? Um, I think I just think the... Well, their starting five is really good, and I think that they have a really good chemistry and they have good history together, and they know each other's play a lot better than a lot of the other teams, so that's a huge advantage. Um, and even when they're not playing good, they're still a good team, right, so right. You, have to, you have to bring your best every single game. They obviously run that really aggressive press, and they try to trap a lot. For you, especially as a guard, does that make it really hard for you? Um, well, we... I don't think it's as hard as sometimes it seems if you're watching us because we when we um when we simulate in practice we definitely go over it a lot and we know what we need to do to break it we just have to execute it better when we actually play them. So what happened in the second game like what changed between the first and the second game that limited you so much because I think in the first game you had a pretty good outing I think let's see you scored 36 points. Yeah. That's a pretty good outing. And the second time around, you scored a third of that at 12. What was the difference? Um, well, they definitely denied the ball, denied me the ball a lot more. But I think, I don't think, I definitely, I think I worked hard, but I think that I didn't take it into my hands as much as I should have because mm-hmm. I, I know what I have to do every game, especially when we're playing freedom. But I feel like I didn't bring my, you know, bring the intensity so that my team could come along and we all... So I feel like, yeah. What do you feel you have to do? Well, I just, well, I think against freedom, maybe any other team, other people can score and then it'll go through the rest of the team. But I definitely think that against freedom, the team kind of looks to me to score and to get the team going. So I think that me not scoring and me not um, being at my top on all phases, like even on defense, I think that kind of, you know, messed with everybody's heads. So it kind of was the domino effect. 
So if you're facing, you're, there's a very good chance you'll face them again. Probably if the standings hold up, the matchup between you two will be for the final. Yes. What do you have to do and what does your team have to do to make sure that you're prepared for that? Well, I, we just have to work hard in practice. We know what we need to do. We know our game our game plans. We Before we play them, we have our game prep and we know what we need to do. We just have to execute it and come ready to play. We have to be focused the day, the day before and the day of. The day of, even though we have school, should be. Mm -hmm. Our focus is freedom, you know, so we just have to make sure we're actually ready and we come to compete. Is there any kind of like a intimidation factor when you're going into freedom? Because every like with every step, you just hear them come down the hallway. You can just hear their accomplishments. Boom! Yeah. District championships last year. Boom! Undefeated this year. Boom! Jalen Bats going to Boston College. I mean, is there any kind of like an intimidation factor with those or no? Well, me personally, I. I don't think it's intimidation. Maybe I'm nervous sometimes to play just because I know how important the games are, but I haven't been intimidated by them. I think my team, one thing that I liked about this, the team that I have this year, some of the girls didn't play Freedom last year, so they, and our first game was so good, and they didn't see Jalen, so the second game they weren't as intimidated. But now that they've seen her, I feel like now they're like kind of like shaken up. Um, but I think, I think just as long as we, you know, lift each other up and stuff that, you know, we just focus on ourselves. We shouldn't be intimidated by any team. We just have to bring our best no matter the opponent. So you've been on varsity the last three, all three years of high school, right? Yes. Last year, you guys did play them in the final. Mm -hmm. And you, you guys lost. It was a pretty close game, wasn't it? Yes. What happened? Um, well, I know I fouled out. I think two or three of our starters fouled out. And I don't know if my sister fouled out, but I just think that, well, one thing about last year, I feel like we definitely relied on our talent more than we did our hard work. Um, I feel like we did have more talent on the team last year than we do this year, but this year we do work a lot harder. And I feel like if we had more hard work last year, we could have beat them. I, we definitely should have beat them, I feel like. Do you have any thoughts of like revenge? Because I, they did take you out of a chance for a district championship last mm -hmm. year. Is there any thought of, you know, we want to get them this year? Yes, definitely, yeah. For sure, because my sister, up until last year, she ha they had won all the, diff all the three district championships. Um, I've won one, I think. Yeah, one. So I want to be able to do it without my sister, you mm -hmm. know? You played with your sister your first two years, and then this year she's obviously graduated mm -hmm. up to Millersville, right? Yes. And... Now you're the leader of the team. You may not be the senior, but mm -hmm. you're definitely the leader. You're the best player, you're the leading scorer, and you're the person they're gonna look to when the game's on the line. And it wasn't like this last year, wasn't it? No, not at all. Last year you had your sister there. Mm -hmm. And like your sister's also like a bit of a mentor to you. So now that you you have to shoulder all the load, it's gotta be a huge change, right? Yes, definitely. Oh. What have you seen in yourself grow as a leader and as, you know, just like the centerpiece over the last year? Um, well, I just think I, she's always been just, I can rely on her to, I can have a bad game and as long as she has a good game, I know we'll win or we'll, we'll be all right. But this year I have to just, I always have to be, be at my best and my scoring has to be up. And I mean, if you when I don't score a lot, our our overall scoring is not as high as it usually is. So mm -hmm. I just feel like I I don't know. I have to be at my best all the time in order for my team to look good. 
Has your sister reached out to you? Have you like to ask your sister like for advice on being a leader, being the centerpiece? Um, well, we kind of talked about it a lot last year with our dad. We, I mean, basketball is a constant. Um, right. subject that we talk about on their way home at dinner you know all that so I, I think that I was well prepared from last year and even just watching her that I was yeah I was prepared. So, so you, you feel like you've kind of been like groomed for this moment mm -hmm. yes it's been like a preparation for your whole life and now that your sister's gone you're ready you you, yes. you were up to the challenge and obviously you have been because right now you guys are at 10 and 2 inside the conference 16 and 3 overall i mean those are just incredible numbers mm -hmm. in any other district i mean that would be number one it's just you if, because freedom. of freedom it feels like a bit of yeah. an overshadow but so i've got tweet notifications on for your the girls basketball account for tuscarora just because i want to see after every single game they'll put like you know the top scores mm -hmm. and stuff I'll just wa I'll just see like the numbers starts streaming in. It'll be Isabella Middleton, and they'll tag you obviously. B underscore mid fourteen twenty five p fifteen rebounds, and that's like oh my god! Like I I've never seen like stat lines like that because you know it's a shorter game, right? Yeah. So you don't expect to see stat lines like that, but. Yeah, I'm seeing them like consistently and then I'm, I'm, I'm at the Washington Post site right now for your your page there I'm just gonna read out the point totals quickly 27 18 36 20 20 34 20 32 37 24 25 28 30 15 25 12 12 18 25 20 you've made it so that scoring 15 points or 12 points which is a great total for any other player is a slump and people start yep. to worry like what's wrong with isabella mm -hmm. you've made 20 points seem like that you scored 37 points in a game how well i think a lot of my points have come from me being able to be inside and out um being able to get to the rim as well as rebound and put it back up and then also make threes so I think when I have those low, lower scoring games, like even 28 and stuff, you can probably look in my, and I've probably only made a few threes as opposed to maybe making three or four. So you can play either inside or outside. I've mm -hmm. seen that. I've seen film of you playing and I was genuinely confused because on the website it says you're a guard, but here I see, I see you posting up. I see you putting stuff back up. I'm like, is she like a mm -hmm. forward? Is she playing down low? Where do you like to play? What's your preference? Um, well, when I I like to shoot threes, uh, I like it's more I, fun to shoot threes. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> I like to do it all. When I when I first started playing basketball, I was taller than everyone else, mm -hmm. which is a shock because I'm not even <laughs> close to that now. But and I was a post, so and even up until until a few years, I was just a small forward. So being a post, like it's in my nature. So my post moves and just that's like that's where home is. Mm -hmm. So. I, and it's it's an advantage, so I like to get in the post because if they put a guard on me, I can get in the post. If they put mm -hmm. a post on me, I can go to the outside. So so you've got a mismatch basically wherever you go. Mm -hmm. that, that is something. So we talked about your sister, Kennedy. What's that relationship like? I can't imagine. You guys are like the basketball family, like, you know, like the, the Manning family for football. Mm -hmm. You got Archie, you got Peyton, Eli. And then for you guys, it's you. And it's Kennedy. I mean, and your dad, of course, is a huge yes. influence. Same thing with your mom. What's the relationship like between you and your sister? Um, we're definitely very competitive. We we are each other's biggest supporters, but it it it's very it's sometimes very rare that we'll say good job, even though we know we'll tell each other good job. But the other person knows that 
I mean, we might criticize and stuff, but we know it's from the heart, and we know what that's. We do mean good job, really. You know, I've heard stories about how basketball players learned how to play. You know, they had the hoop in the driveway. Mm -hmm. Was it like that for you and your sister? Um, yeah. Um, our dad definitely he would take us down to the court, um, down the street from our house, and I, I think. Even he he taught us a lot. He was our he was our first coach, our first, and he's gonna be our our last coach, you know. <laughs> so we definitely learned a lot from him, and then also from each other, just watching each other play and playing against each other or with each other. What were those matchups like? I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, like just in terms of competitiveness, play style, who won more, you or Kennedy? Uh, definitely Kennedy, because <laughs> I think I. I didn't really come into my play until maybe my sophomore year. Um, Kennedy was all she was always better than me, um, but I think when I really actually I started, I found my love for the game, and I wanted to work on it more. So I I definitely think I've caught up. You know? So when was the last time you guys played? Um, probably last season. Yeah, last yeah. season. Have you guys ever got into like a fight when you played? Just you know, arguing about foul calls or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is there like a memorable story where you guys would fight a lot or no? Um, no. A lot of I'm I don't like to lose, so I just feel like a lot of the games probably got cut short because you know I was being a sore loser. But <laughs> yeah. So I've never seen your sister Kennedy play, but you told me that she was also a guard, right? Mm -hmm. Do you guys have similar play styles or? Um, not. Uh, I mean, I kind of, but kind of not at the same time. Kennedy's definitely more aggressive than me. She, she definitely, when she sees that her team is not scoring, she will, she will go and get the ball and she'll, she's gonna take over. I kind of just, I let it play out a lot longer than mm -hmm. I should. So she's just more of that, like she's gonna go get it. She's not gonna, you know, let her team fall, fall short. What players' game do you? envy the most like who do you watch you're like damn I wish I was like that um, this can be inside Latham County college pro wherever I definitely look at Steph Curry a lot just because yeah. <laughs> um, I think this season going into this season especially my coaches and even myself I expected that I would that I would be like that three-point shooter I would like three or four threes mm -hmm. a game you know and I I definitely have fallen short but I I mean I don't know, but I definitely see him, and I want I want my shot to be just like his. Um, but it's just I just have to work on that more. But yeah, I mean, I see Steph play, and my personal opinion, there's nothing more fun in sports than watching Steph and Curry just like erupt. And you know, I don't know if he's the best player. I mean, LeBron's still a thing, mm -hmm. <laughs> but. He's just so unstoppable sometimes. Like, yep. you could put a hand in his face. You could put two defenders mm -hmm. on it. He could still pull up from mid... I don't know. It was like two or three years ago before uh, Durant signed there. And they were playing in a regular season game against OKC. And with 0.3 seconds left, he just pulls up from, like, the logo, splashes it. Yeah. And he, he just makes it look so casual, so you know? So easy, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's so easy. And, you know, he's not just a shooter, obviously. Mm -hmm. If he was just a shooter, he would be stopped. But, man, I don't think you'll ever find a shooter like him. No. So, but yeah, I mean that's that's a great guy to that's a great guy to want to be like right there. We talked about freedom earlier. If you're trying to build the perfect team to match up with freedom, what are you looking for in that team? Like, are they are they post centric? Are they on the perimeter? Are they defensive? Do they have like one big center? Like, what what are you looking for? Like, what's your starting lineup? Not a players, but just like archetypes almost. Um, so let's I, start with point guard. So 
Our we just I just feel like so our point guard the point guard would have to definitely be they would have to be a good defensive player because they do have a good point guard so our point guard has to be good at defense they have to be a lockdown defender to be able to get the ball out of her hands and then we I would want a a forward like a very active forward mm -hmm. to be able to guard Jalen right that's um, that's obviously like the first thing you need mm -hmm. you need someone to match up with her because I don't think you're gonna be able to stop her but as long as you're able to like control her a little bit and make sure she's not like going off for thirty something, that's right. that's where you're going to be effective. And then I def I think, and then I feel like from from there maybe we can just people who are going to work hard. It, mm -hmm. It's not like really as specific as you know guarding those two. Do they have like a dominant center, or is it more you know just like five guys who could play or five girls who could play inside and out? What do you mean a dominant center? Like a one player? Yeah, like or? does Freedom have like a center that... Oh, a se an actual center like the position? Right, right, right. Um, I don't think so. I just think that... So they have, t they have two, I guess you could say centers or mm -hmm. forwards. Um, they're, they're really scrappy. They like to get on the boards, get put, the, put it back up. Um, I just think if you, let, if you let them get hot and you let them, you know, let them go off, they're it's going to be a problem. You have to be able to contain them because they're going to be getting those loose balls. Mm -hmm. They're going to get the the um, the rebounds. So you just have to be able to, you know, match up with that. See, because just from watching them play, Bats is just so explosive that I feel like if you're going to put five people out there, you have to put five people all around like the same size-ish almost. So like everyone should be around like 5'7 to 6'1 and everyone's got to be able to play defense on the wing. Mm-hmm. So that way you can switch really easily on pick yep. and rolls. You're not going to have any mismatches. And then hopefully you, all those five people are good shooters so you can play five out. The only issue I'm worrying about there is that if they've got like a dominant setter, they're just going to carve you up inside yeah. with the rebounding. So, I mean, but if they don't have that, I think that's like maybe the way, way to match up with them. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, so what you were saying about having like five, seven and above, but we don't, we don't switch on our screen. So, mm -hmm. you know, we have to we have to fight to get over it. So I just feel like so you, you guys know, go over screens. Yeah, that's not mm -hmm. a, a problem for us. We try to stay with our man our man as much as possible. So mm -hmm. the screens aren't really an issue for us. All right. Next up, what's the favorite game you've played this year? Like the game where you just felt everything was going perfectly for you. Okay, I'm not sure which game it is or who it was that we played, but I do remember everybody. It was um, towards the beginning of the season, and everybody. Everybody on the team scored, and it was just—I don't know. I think that was like a point where every everybody was happy with 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 how they played. Everybody was happy for each other, and then that, it kind of it helped our chemistry a lot. Like everyone supporting each other, everyone high fiving. You know, it was just a really good game where everybody contributed. Nobody felt left out or felt like, oh, I didn't do anything. You know? Yeah, I mean, it felt part of the team. Because although you are, you know, the leading scorer on the team, more often than not. You don't want it to feel that way, mm -hmm. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying here? You want to make everyone at least feel like they're involved. Yeah. You're not the point guard, so it's not really your specific responsibility to be a playmaker. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't hurt. You know, If they see you being unselfish, they're going to be the same yeah. way. Next up, uh, I heard I was talking to uh, Rosie Santos over text, mm -hmm. and she told me about this story about you getting left behind by the team yeah. bus. Um, that was my... My freshman year, <laughs> um, so we were going to play Edison. It was for just a regular season game. Where is Edison? Oh, I'm actually not sure. Is it like but nearby or pretty far away? Uh, it's pretty far away. All right. They're they're in our region, so um, 
so I don't know why I don't exactly remember why I mean it's kind of it's happened a while ago so the but I um, it was me and coach Newkirk I think I was looking for my sister mm-hmm. to give her something and so I go outside and the bus is gone oh, so no. coach Smith which is who's the boys coach he said the boys the JV boys had to get going they're playing first so he told the bus to just leave oh, so man. me and coach Newkirk we had to wait for um, wait to get a car and then we had to drive over to Edison we were there like right on time when the boys were just about to finish we were about to go out you know but I it it actually I don't know I played my, that was my freshman year so that was my best game that I had played I I had 17 points and we actually beat Edison so it kind of even though it was like okay I missed the bus this is the worst thing ever but then it was like wow this is the best game I've played you know I I kind of led my team. That was a team, a game where I definitely needed to play my best, and I felt like I did that. So it was kind of a good moment. All right. This is something I've wanted to talk. Uh, we talked a little bit about it over text, but I wanted to ask a more about it. Do you feel that women's basketball gets a little bit overlooked, not just in Lowndes County, but overall? Yes, definitely. I think just because um, you're not going to go to a women's basketball game and see three dunks a game or even see one dunk every game you know um boys and girls and women and men they're just built different they can do different things you know we can't be in the air as long as as long as they can and jump as high Mm -hmm. as they can so you know it's just going to always be different so but i feel like for women's basketball we it's more we play team basketball as opposed to you'll see all the fancy stuff and all Mm -hmm. that with boys basketball so i just feel like you know a little underappreciated for actual basketball right like I've just noticed that there's lower crowds at Mm -hmm. your games you guys if like there's a doublehead right your school you guys play first yes and then there's a general lack of like attention paid and that's partly on the media and I'll I'll take some blame for that but that's also because we have to give the people what they want right and if we publish two stories, one about the Tuscarora girls team and then one about freedom guys, they're going to get different amounts of views mm-hmm. just because one sport is more popular than the other. Why is, I mean, you said, one of the reasons you said was that you see more dunks in one game than the other, and the girls game is more of a teamwork-based game, but, like, even if, like, I'm watching, like, the WNBA, like, uh, I'm a huge Mystics fan, so Ella mm-hmm. Deladon, she's great. Mm-hmm. But she's like a very post-centric, isolation sometimes player. Yeah. Conversely, like if you watch the Spurs four or five years ago, when they had Ginobili, Duncan, Tony Parker, they weren't playing like isolation. They were passing around like mm-hmm. crazy. So I don't know if it's that necessarily. I feel like the sports are really different, even though they're both obviously basketball. Mm-hmm. Women's basketball and men's basketball are different, and they're not. That doesn't mean that one is better than the other. Yeah. I mean, any thoughts you have on that? Um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't really know. It's just, I just feel like it's something that's just always been, it's always going to mm-hmm. be. I don't, I don't think there's really anything that can happen to make women's basketball or women's sports in general, like, raise up on the totem pole. I mean, do you think, so do you think this is just going to keep on going or do you think there's a way to, like, counter this and increase popularity for women's sports? Because, like, an example here, if you're just looking, it's not that one sport has more success than the other. Because if you look at Tuscarora, yeah. you guys were first last year, second this year. The guys haven't been first in I don't know exactly how long, but they weren't first last year and they're not first this year. 
But yet, if you go to a game, I'm guessing you're going to see more people that score a boys game than the girls game? Yes. So why do you feel that is? I mean, people want to watch the winning teams more, but it doesn't seem like that's the case. Do you know why? Um, it also might... I just feel... Uh, Maybe their friends, like boys, mm -hmm. you know, they have boyfriends who might be more interested in basketball. We're girls, we, we're friends mm -hmm. with more girls. They might not be as interested in basketball, so it also might have to do with that, you know. Our boys team and our football team, they're like, mm -hmm. they're friends, they're right, close. Right. So that's a lot of the, you know, attention comes from stuff like that. So do you feel any responsibility as an athlete in an effort to make women's sports and men's sports a little bit more equal? Um... I mean, I definitely feel like, I mean, I don't, I just don't think that there's much that we could really do. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, if we post stuff on, if we, we just have to always go the extra mile to right, get right. the same, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but do you feel like you have gone the extra mile or that, do you feel like there's still more that you can do? There's more we can do, I There's think. more you can yeah. do? All right. Um, we're going to do a qu quick thing that I normally do here, rapid fire. All okay. right. First thing, favorite music artist? Um, Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller. All right. I listened to a little bit of Bryson mm -hmm. Tiller yesterday. He's very good. All right. Do you have any pregame warm-ups or superstitions? Um, I, I always wear elite socks and I fold over the top. You so. fold over the top? Yes. All right. Uh, do you listen? Do you have like a hype-up song before the game? Um, my current one is Yacht Club. I just have to listen to it really loud. So yeah. the beat drop, you know. Do you have like headphones on or are yes. you listening to it out loud? Headphones. What kind of headphones do you use? Um, it depends. Sometimes I use Beats, but, you yeah. know, just my regular Apple ones. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's the hardest person you've ever had to guard and you can't say your sister? Um, I think prob probably Shay Hagens from Osborne Park. We had, we had to guard her with our team last mm -hmm. year and this year. She's a really good guard. She sees the floor really well. So, yeah, I think she definitely might be the best. Who's a player? Like, like, I know, like, NBA players will talk about how they'll have one guy who gives them fits. And it's not like a guy you, like, they'll say, like, Tobias Harris. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> LeBron James has problems guarding Tobias Harris? Is there, like, anyone like that for you that people wouldn't expect? Um, like, just someone with, like, a shifty game, maybe, or maybe not, like, an athletic game, but just, like, very finesse. Maybe, la maybe last game we played Rockridge, there it says guard. Um, she did it to our whole team. I don't know what was going on, but you know, it was it was very. We had to, we had to guard her with our team, even though mm -hmm. maybe we shouldn't have had to do that. One person definitely could have locked her down if they just you know locked in on that. But I think it definitely even myself, it was hard to guard her. I don't know why, but it was. Has anyone like seriously game plan? Like obviously, people are game planning for you now. They know about you. Mm -hmm. What's, like, the most aggressive game plan you've seen? Like, has anyone, like, just started throwing triple teams at you? Um, not, the most I've seen is a double team. Mm -hmm. Um, Stonebridge was the first, they came out with the box and one. It was box and one. a box, yeah, um, it was, there was, it was like, she was playing defense, but she was fouling a lot, you know. Yeah. It was, she was just really, she was being aggressive the way kind of that our coach Coach Newkirk says in practice, when we go against each other, he says, get in their shirt and foul them, you know, uh -huh. so that they're ready for the game. So it was just a really aggressive um, box and one, even though it was, I mean, it was, at first it wasn't as effective. The second time we played them, I, I just kind of got in my own head, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, and when you get in the, it's kind of hard because they're on you on when you're on the perimeter, and then when you get in the post, it's a double team. So you know. 
What's your favorite play or in-game moment that you've had? Have you gotten close to dunking or no? No. No? No. <laughs> Worth it to ask. Um, I don't know. I kind of, I don't think I have like a favorite like in-game moment. I think, I definitely have fun on the court, I think, but I think the times I have the most fun is when I'm sitting on the bench actually. Mm -hmm. And with, you're, when, you're not on there a lot, are you? Uh, when we're, when we're blowing out teams, right. you know. Um, it's just really fun when I'm with the starting five and just anyone else who's on the bench, you know, we just get really hype and we get really goofy and silly on the bench, you know, to support the, the players who are in. So it's just a really fun time. I've heard some people, like others, like great players have told me, you have to have a shooter's mentality. So like if you miss five shots, you still, you still have to shoot mm -hmm. knowing that the six one might go in and you have to believe the six one will go in. Is that something you deal with? Cause you talked about getting in your own head. Mm -hmm. Is that something you still need to deal with or? Um, I'm very, I'm really inconsistent with that. You know, my dad always says you have to have a short memory. Mm -hmm. um, if you miss the, the last, the last one, you know, just forget about it. You know, just go up with, cause when you just leave it in your head, you're always going to be like, oh, I might miss this right, one right. too. You know, so sometimes I have a, a good short memory or that shooter's mentality. Um, but sometimes I just let myself get the best of me. All right. So, so it really depends for you. Mm-hmm. You're obviously a junior. You've got one more year before you go off to college. Has anyone started reaching out to you? Um, Ryder University in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. um, we've, they've been recruiting me. We, we talk. I went up to their campus for a visit. I really like it, so I'm hoping soon they'll offer. So is that your number one choice right now? Yes. Uh, do you expect? I'm guessing you're going to get more offers as senior year picks up? I'm hoping. <laughs> All right. You wore number 44, and I found that to be kind of interesting because guards don't normally wear numbers yeah. in the 40s. Is there any reason for that? Um, well, when I first came in as a freshman, I wasn't really a guard. For, so, um, but that doesn't really have anything to do with it. But um, <laughs> so I started playing basketball in third grade, and I was number 14. I don't, I don't know why I chose that number, but that's just been my number. I stuck with it. And that's my number when I play AAU. Uh -huh. And I asked Coach Newkirk when I was in eighth grade, I said, can you try to get a number 14? He's like, yeah, I'll try. And then when we came to pick numbers, there was no number 14. So I was just like, 44, okay. So I just chose it. So if next year he shows up with a number 14 jersey, are you taking that or are you sticking with 44? Sticking with 44. Sticking with 44. Yeah. Is it like a good luck thing now? I just, yeah, I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. 44 is just my number right now, All right. I think. Uh, last question before I let you out of here. What do you think you need to improve on between this year and next year? What's the, what's the next step you're going to take? Um, because, I mean, last year, the step between last year and this year was becoming a leader, mm -hmm. becoming like the first, you know, what's the next step you got to take? Um, well, firstly, my mental toughness, you know, it's been kind of inconsistent lately, but I just have to get over that, you know. Um, but, like, I need to work. I definitely need to work on my shooting mm -hmm. and being more consistent in that because, you know, I can't. If the, my team needs me, I have to be able to, you know, make that last three or you know, and then I also I really need to work on my handles, being able to be because I'm going to be a guard in college, mm -hmm. so I can't. I'm not going to be a point guard. I mean, I'm point guard size, so uh -huh. I guess I could be a point. You can be a combo guard, you know, but, an undersized you know, too. I have to get my handles right, you know. So when you talk about shooting, is that like a shooting mechanics thing, or yeah, just uh, making it more smooth, or like what is that? Like take, take take us inside the inside. Um, I just need to have my shooting needs to be more muscle memory. It needs to be the same every time, you mm -hmm. know. Even like when you're shooting, you have to. It has to be. 
everything has to be pretty much right like your base your elbows you know all that it all goes into that so, like for me even when my foot is a, like a little bit too far out it can mess up my entire shot that's what my dad's been telling me that I've been doing lately you know mm -hmm. put my foot out too much so I just have to make everything more like every time it has to be the same you know actual last question now before I let you <laughs> out of here because I know you got to run how much of an influence have your parents been on your basketball life um my dad, he's the one who got me into basketball, um, and he he always says, if you don't want to play basketball, don't, you know, and he kind of puts it into perspective, like, I'm not being forced to do this, so I need to figure out why I want to do it, like, do I really want to do this in college, you know, um, and he always, he just pushes me to be my best all the time, even though he might annoy me sometimes or, like, say stuff that might, you know, like, that might just get under my skin, it's always in my best interest and he's just looking out for me trying to make me the best I can be um, and my mom she's like okay you can go to school for basketball but your grades need to be this mm -hmm. so like I like I think it's a really good balance my dad is more basketball but he still is focused on my education right, of right. course but he's basketball and he knows what I need to do to be able to get to the next level and my mom also knows what I need to do to get to the next level in my education mm -hmm. and be able to you know have a future all right. Thank you so much, Isabella. This was great. Good luck to you and good luck thank to the you. Tuscarora Huskies for the rest of the year. Thank you. The Technical Foul Podcast is brought to you by the Loco Sports Podcast Network. Check out Loco Sports to get all the scores, stories, and information on all the high school teams in Loudoun County. As always, thank you to Neha Raji, the producer of this podcast, and thank you to our listeners. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to The Technical Foul wherever you listen to podcasts, and hit me up with a follow on Twitter at Shankar. That's all for this episode. I'll see you next time.